are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. The Locked On NFL Podcast is previewing every team and every division with the help of Odyssey's lineup of NFL experts through September 8th. There are preview episodes on the feed that you can listen to right now. Follow Locked On NFL Today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. Follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. You can find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. How's it going, Matt? It's going well. How about you? Going well for me, too. Preseason is is over at this yeah. point. I, I can't believe it. it, it we, we had the one fewer, uh, one, one week fewer this year, uh, just three games for most teams. And uh, now, now we've just got the regular season to look forward to. Yeah, I'm psyched for it. And now we have an unusually long lull before the regular season, too. And I wonder if we're going to see some strange activities, you know, like the Minshew trade and things like that. I'm just curious how these two weeks go for us and reports and, you know. I was thinking about that same thing to, uh, earlier today as well, that maybe we would have more trades. Uh, we, we always get a few surprising cuts, at least surprising for for dynasty players that, that follow all of these uh, depth charts so closely. Uh, we've, we've already seen a couple. I mean, even even a guy like Brashad Perriman was a surprise cut. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we, we will continue today and, and uh, really the rest of this week and next week leading up to kickoff of the first NFL game with our team-by-team previews. Matt, today we are talking about the Saints and we're talking about the Raiders. Uh, let's, let's jump in with the New Orleans Saints. We'll talk about some specifics in a moment, but what's kind of your big picture take on this team? I know we've... We've talked about them, and we've both expressed concerns that uh, this team could be taking a, a serious step back. Um, certainly a transition year. I mean, they're like the most aggressive team in the league. They've been maxing out their credit cards for years. They've been very successful, falling a little short in the playoffs and probably where they'd like to be in that end of the Drew Brees era. They've also been very aggressive with their draft picks. I mean, they only make three or four picks because they keep trading up which is, you know, a different way of doing things. And I think their depth is really going to struggle, and we're seeing that certainly fantasy-relevant without question, the receivers and, you know, Troutman's injury and things like that. But I'm also a big believer that the Paytons and Harbaugh's and Carroll's and Tomlin's probably never will bottom out. You know, that this will be a real challenge for Sean Payton, but I bet he keeps his team pretty darn competitive. Well, one of the big storylines, of course, with this team has been the quarterback situation. Would it be uh, Taysom Hill or would it be Jameis Winston taking over for Drew Brees, who obviously retired uh, early this offseason? And uh, there lots, lots of ups and downs with that uh, with that storyline. But for now, it seems that uh, it's going to be Jameis Winston as the week one starter. That's kind of settled, yeah. but they still have uh, they still have a lot of issues, namely at receiver, Michael Thomas out again. Of course, he missed most of last season with that uh, with that ankle injury. It, it evidently is still not bothering or still not uh, fully healed, still still bothering him. 
And as if that injury on its own wasn't bad enough, we've we've got some some also some bad blood between Michael Thomas and the team. It seems uh, he's he's taken to to Twitter a couple times to express his frustration, and uh, sounds like he uh, basically was not in contact with the team at all for much of the off season. I mean, honestly, I'm starting to wonder if we see this guy in a Saints uniform anymore at all in his career. So he's, he's certainly missing some time, right? We know that, that he's, he's going to miss some games this season. Uh, maybe it's a month, maybe it's half the season, maybe it's the entire season. We'll, we'll find out. This is Marquez Calloway, undrafted rookie a year ago, popped a little bit when, when Thomas missed some time last season, and, and now he's had a great preseason can he be a fantasy football relevant uh, receiver up until uh, Michael Thomas comes back? Maybe even after Thomas returns. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not sure that Thomas returns. You know, I mean, he sure seems like a trade deadline guy or once he gets healthy, Urban Meyer calls them up and makes a deal or something like that. I think that bridge might be burning as we speak. Man, I hesitate, though, to jump on Callaway and say, oh, he can be the number one for the Saints. And, you know, that doesn't mean he's number one for any team. Right. But he looks good. They like him. I mean, he's got some ability, and opportunity is certainly there. Fantasy relevant, yes. For me, I probably would move him right now if I had him. You know, I mean, I just am hesitant to jump on that train with both feet. Yeah, I was checking the DLF trade finder where you can look at actual trades that have taken place. Uh, I, I wanted to check out what Callaway was, was bringing. It's always interesting when you have these guys kind of come on in, in the preseason, they're gaining value clearly, but, but how much, uh, I saw lots of trades, multiple trades of Callaway for a second rounder. It sounds, hmm. it sounds like you'd take the pick there. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, that, that seems fair at the moment because the opportunity will be there. And he's intriguing, but I think I'd just take the two. So if you're concerned about Thomas coming back, uh, I don't know, Traquan Smith is not somebody we've talked a lot about on here, but um, he, he's... I'm not a fan. Yeah, he's never really um, taken advantage of the opportunity he's had, even when, when it was Breeze on the field and that, that high-powered offense, offense. So if you're not a believer in Smith, like... It, it's got to be somebody, right? Troutman's hurt, uh, and he yeah. he was kind of struggling beforehand. Obviously, Alvin Kamara is going to see a huge bulk of, of this work in the overall offense. But with, with Jameis on the field, they're they're going to throw the ball. I think they're going to be behind a lot, honestly. So I, I, I'm liking Marquez Callaway quite yeah. a, quite a bit. I mean, it's a good sales pitch. I mean. I just don't love investing in guys when the best thing you can say about them is they're the best of a bad group. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. And yeah, um, I mean, I, I am one who's always leery of the somebody's got to catch the ball. You <laughs> yeah, know, right, like, right. Like, I mean, you look at Detroit. Uh, we talked about them uh, last week, I believe. But you know, somebody's got to catch the ball in Detroit. Well, you know, that doesn't mean you you want them on your team. Sure. But, like Brandon Cooks, you hear that all the time. Well, he's the only th- show in town in Houston. Well, he's going to catch a ton of balls. Yeah. Like, ah, I don't know that he will. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I view Callaway is a little bit different. Um, did have some, some solid uh, pedigree going into college. Had a, had an okay college career. Probably a little bit disappointing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, and then, as I said earlier, went undrafted, landed with the Saints. Uh, I don't know. He's a guy I'm taking a shot on um, and have been a fan of for for a little bit now. Like I said, I was impressed also with his uh, uh, his stretch last year when he got a chance to uh, to really play some some increased time. It sounds like you'd give up the two for Callaway. It's all that's always a tough question for me when it comes to draft picks because my my question would be what else could I get with that two? You know, like mm-hmm. could I get is the DJ Chark manager worried? Could I get DJ Chark? Could I get Tyler Boyd? Um so it's it's always that question for me and and uh, you hear a lot about would you trade a first rounder for this player? I think that player's worth a first rounder in Dynasty, but first I would see mm-hmm. if I could get the guy that I have a little bit higher in my rankings. So I think Callaway is worth a second, yes. Um, okay. Would I slam dunk pay that? I don't know. I would look at my rankings and you know maybe even maybe even a Brandon Cooks. You just mentioned that name. Maybe I'd rather have Brandon Cooks. I think you could definitely get him for a second rounder and a little more confident in him in right, the... Yeah in the short term that he's going to produce that you could put him in your lineup every week. Um, so that's always a tough question for me to answer when it's, would I pay that for this player? But yes, I do think he's worth that. Okay. Okay. That's that's fair. I mean, it depends on your roster and what receivers you have, of course, how young you are, are you in it or not? Um, side note on Peacock and Williamson, which you can find on the locked on network, we've been kicking around this idea of, DJ Chark going back to the Bayou, Michael Thomas going to Jacksonville. I, I have no no insider information on that, but kind of makes sense. Jacksonville's getting rid of a bunch of guys that they're not so th- thrilled with anymore. Well, we we already talked about Michael Thomas being unhappy, right? Uh, unhappy with Sean Payton and this team. Uh, we've also heard concerns and, and rumors that some of the Jags players are unhappy with Urban Meyer already before the season even starts. So, right, right. I would love for that to happen just to see see how things play out when Urban Meyer treats Michael Thomas like he's a, a college kid still. That that would be great to see. <laughs> right, um, oh, that's a good way to look at it. But yeah, Chark, the other name that we, we both mentioned there, Chark seems like he's kind of on the outs a little bit too in in Jacksonville. So. That yeah. that idea maybe has a little bit of merit. We'll we'll see what happens with uh, with both of those players. Matt, when we come back, we will talk about the Las Vegas Raiders. But first, let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the easiest and fastest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including. Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action as well. Uh, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs for the playoff. Head to the website or use your mobile device, very easy, to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus, 50%. You're going to use our Locked On locked on promo code, Locked On, all one word, all caps, 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All 
All right, Matt, we're back. We talked about Michael Thomas, Marquez Calloway, and the Saints in our first segment. Uh, now it's time to look to the AFC and the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, last year, Nelson Aguilar was, was a nice surprise, uh, and fantasy players, dynasty players were able to scoop him off the waiver wire, and he gave us several weeks of uh, starting wide receiver quality, top 24 points. But he's gone. He cashed in on that. He's a Patriot now. That that basically leaves the door wide open for somebody to become that that top receiver. We know uh, we know Darren Waller is going to be the top target in that offense. But uh, again, same thing we said earlier. Somebody's got to catch the ball here, right? Besides besides Darren Waller. So, <laughs> right, right. Uh, top options, of course, Henry Ruggs. Brian Edwards, the two guys they drafted last year. Both of those were week one starters, if I remember correctly. Uh, but neither really lived up to the hype or the expectations through uh, through their rookie season. Uh, Oakland, uh, I'm sorry, Las Vegas. I knew I would do that at least once. <laughs> the Raiders, I'll stick that, with that. Yeah. I'll play it safe. The Raiders did sign John Brown. Um, so he's. I would say he's another option, although it looks like he's a little further down the depth chart. If we're talking the wide receiver one for Vegas, who do you think who do you think ultimately it is? This podcast feels a little bit like our <laughs> Lions Texans podcast last week. We got the little short end of the stick here with fun ones and that third segment of drafting these guys is going to be a little challenging. I'm still in on Edwards, though, and I'm not a big believer in this team. They have a really hard schedule. I I think Gruden is a good offensive mind, but questionable head coach and highly questionable team builder. But I do think Brian Edwards is a guy. You know, I think he's a that he's going to be someone that lives up to his recent hype this preseason. And and I I think he's somebody I would grab. I think I would go that same way. We we're still seeing Henry Ruggs being drafted ahead of Brian Edwards in in most dynasty drafts. Although they're they're close, and and honestly they're far down uh, the ADP ranks enough that it kind of becomes a, a a pick your favorite, right? Like um, e- even though it's mm-hmm. even though it's Ruggs, it's not a huge gap. Um, it, it just feels like it does feel like one of those avoid situations. Uh, we know Darren Waller's going to yeah. to get his for sure, but uh, along with the questionable uh, wide receiver depth chart, Josh Jacobs is a player who's lost a ton of value this offseason, uh, basically because dynasty players just don't trust him anymore. He's, he never has gotten that role in the passing game that we were hoping and expecting when he was coming out of Alabama. Really frustrating because he is a capable receiver going back to those days. They just don't use him that way, and then they spend money on Drake. And I love the way Josh Jacobs plays, but he also runs so physically that he kind of reminds me of like Cadillac Williams with Gruden, mm-hmm. where he may last three or four years, and that's all she wrote. And you know, that, I think that's a possibility with him. Then you're right; his stock is really low. Uh, quick Raiders question, though. I, I hope. The book isn't written on rugs. I don't think he's Ted Ginn, Deshaun Jackson. I think he brings more to the table than that. But it's a pivotal point in his career already. Yeah, it really is. But the the good thing for him, I think, is that he he still has this opportunity, right? Like they didn't yeah, they yeah. didn't spend big money on a on a free agent wide receiver, or they didn't 
Um, they didn't do what the Eagles did, use another first rounder on a receiver and just push him down the depth chart. He still has, he, he at least has the path to be the top wide receiver on this team. We just need to see him take advantage of it. But, I mean, Edwards is not going away, and um, John Brown is old and has has a lengthy history, uh, injury history, unfortunately. But uh, I think he can still play and contribute as well. Yeah, and this is kind of pushing ahead the next segment, but I'm interested to see how our draft goes between Callaway, Ruggs, Edwards. You know, I mean, they're all kind of in that same tier to me. They really are, and, and of course that would have felt crazy even, you know, even right. a few weeks ago to – uh, to put Marquez Callaway with uh, with guys like Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards, who were uh, first rounders a year ago, or, or day two picks in Edwards' case, uh, but that's that's kind of the reality of where we are now. Yeah, one hundred percent. Real quick thoughts on on Derek Carr as we talk about the Raiders. It seems like there's always rumors and, and reports that they want to upgrade over Carr, that they're going to cut him or trade him, and, and he just keeps coming back, just keeps hanging around. Uh, what do you see for his for his short-term future especially? See, I think he's a pretty darn good player. Like, he'd be my 11th or 12th best quarterback in the league. But oh, I, wow. back to Gruden, I mean, I think Gruden's just sees a shiny new object and wants to move on and, you know, like blames everybody but himself yeah. and – I, I really think I bring this up a lot in like my Steeler chats that I think the Raiders are going to have a really bad year with a really tough schedule, and no one will blame Gruden. They'll blame Carr, and the Steelers will get their car for a second round pick, or you know what I mean, or somebody like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and they'll be real happy with him, and he won't be the best quarterback in the league, but it'll be pretty darn good. And the fantasy problem is he just doesn't run. You know, right. I mean that that really limits his ceiling. Yeah, yeah, very fair point. Matt, when we come back, we will do that draft that you have mentioned. We'll draft players from the Saints and the Raiders. All right, let me take a chance here. You know, a little time out of our to talk about RockAuto.com. Um, they've been a really good, good friend of the Locked On Network now for a long time, and they do amazing work. And with all the increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need for your car, truck, whatever, in a traditional chain storefront. It just makes no sense. So a lot of you do a lot of work on your cars, and it makes a lot of sense financially or as a hobby or whatever. you got to check out rockauto.com because their prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, like airlines do, for example. Um, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you're looking for. Their catalog's extremely easy to navigate. Uh, see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specs, prices you prefer. Uh, I mentioned that the prices are always reliably low and same for for professionals as they are for you guys. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So here's what you do. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how how did you hear about us box. They know that we sent you. That's locked on, two words. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Folks, does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. 
you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. Uh, it's called Direct Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, shows, whatever you want, all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and the mess and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. Um, you can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Thanks so much. The Locked On NFL Podcast is previewing every team in every division with the help of Odyssey's lineup of NFL experts through September 8th. There are preview episodes on the feed that you can listen to right now. Follow Locked On NFL Today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. All right, Matt, we're back. We are ready to draft. We have ended each of our preview episodes in this way, doing a dynasty draft just between these the two teams that we talk about each episode. You're right. This one's not the strongest for sure. Not so great, with yeah. The, with the Saints down a little bit, the Raiders uh, guys really really failing to live up to expectations. We'll, we'll see how it goes. All right, um, you are going to get the first pick here, Matt, so... Okay. Take, take your guy, and I'll uh, I'll come back with two and three. Yeah, and we're this is super flex just to remind people. Right. I'm still taking Kamara though. Neither one of these quarterbacks to me holds enough weight to compete with Kamara. Yeah, very good pick. That's the way I would have gone as well. Um, yeah, it's it's tough to to take one of those quarterbacks really because you yeah. you just wonder about how long they how long they have left. You know, they're they're going to be starters this year, but. Even in 2022, what can we expect? Uh, well, the easy pick here at two is Darren Waller. We didn't talk about him yeah. much. Uh, definitely locked in as as that uh, top top four tight end. At worst, uh, we're talking value wise, production wise. We could we could see him. I mean, we could see that guy be the the tight end one. So he's the easy pick at two. Three is a little bit tougher. We're talking the quarterbacks. Um, I guess Josh Jacobs should be in consideration. You know, I'm, I'm going to shoot for upside here. I don't, I don't know if this is how you would go. I'm going to take Michael Thomas here at three. That is who I would have gone. I got my list here in front of me, and those are my top three in that order. Do I get one or two? I forget our Yeah, rules. you get two. So you get the four and five pick. Carr and Winston. All right, you made it made it easy. Get both of those quarterbacks. I'm missing out on all those points in this this crazy little Saints Raiders league we have going. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of hope for both those guys. Maybe their next destination or next year when the Saints draft a receiver in the first round. I'm still a Winston believer. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, well, again, I've got one easy pick: Josh Jacobs uh, yeah. here at the uh, the sixth spot in these this two team draft. He's the easy choice. After that, I think I have to look at, at one of these receivers, and it comes down to the decision that you hinted at earlier between Callaway, Ruggs, Edwards. Yeah, it, it's a tough one. It, it basically it basically comes down to what you who you expect to become the wide receiver one for their team. And at this point, I have I have as much or or more 
confidence in Marquez Calloway to be the wide receiver one for the Saints, so that's what I'm going with. Hmm, okay. Uh, I, I guess I'll, I get one more pick, right? Right. So, yeah, I, I would have been torn between those three, but I rank those three very closely. Edwards, Ruggs, Calloway. All right, so you'll go with Brian Edwards there. So Yeah, yeah. So the Saints-Raiders mock goes Alvin Kamara, Darren Waller, Michael Thomas, the two quarterbacks, Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, then Josh Jacobs, Marquez Calloway, and Brian Edwards, Henry Ruggs. Does it even get drafted? How sad. How sad. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.